The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Farlands or Bust, episode 541 of the series, as we exit the previous episode's hidey hole. That's right, at the base of the Batman Mountains, or the Mountains of Batmanitude, Manitoba, <laughs> the Batmanitoba. Uh, from the last episode, and continue west here on a Friday, December 18th. Still rolling back into the uh, the normal schedule after being away for a bit. We had a Wednesday episode and a Friday episode. Possibly going to try to get back onto the Saturday episode tomorrow, so keep that in mind. Just readjusting for uh you know the the, the uh what's what's that stuff called jet lag jet lag is what it's called we're, we're just getting over jet lag here break leg flob leg but uh yeah just uh trying to get back on that old horse again but i'm afraid there are not horses in this version of the game because we're playing in minecraft beta 1.7.3 in case you're unaware it's it's quite possible, <laughs> it's quite possible, my friends, that we we have found some new friends. Possibly, I'm not sure. The statistics are not in yet, but a little bit of news that the Telltale Games Minecraft story mode adventure point and clicky video game thing that's been out uh, comes out episodically, and I believe it's episode four that is on the cusp of being released. And it turns out the storyline, the storyline of Minecraft story mode, takes the player to the Farlands. <laughs> Which is a bit of a surprise. As you may know, I haven't been following the game. I don't I haven't been playing the game, so that's that's a bit of a surprise right there. That they've included the Farlands as a feature, a locale of the game, given that it's no longer part of the game and hasn't been a part of the game since this version. Beta 173, some... gosh, how long ago did we go to 1.8? Four years ago? More than four years ago, even. Almost. Maybe four years ago, three and a half, something. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so I'm kind of... I'm kind of anticipating some increased searches for Farlands, because there are possibly a lot of people playing Minecraft story mode who maybe haven't actually played Minecraft back in the day when the Farlands existed. So these Farlands are uh, new to them. So they're going to search Minecraft Farlands and hello, welcome, this is Farlands or Bust is what they're going to find through Google. Uh, um, probably you'll find the, the Minecraft wiki page uh, but uh, Farlands or Bust is going to be taking up a, a good hefty segment of the rest of those search results. So, yeah, this is Farlands or Bust. We are literally, literally trying to reach those Farlands in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 without any cheats or teleportation. We're doing it in the overworld here instead of the Nether, even though, yes, the Nether could get us there eight times faster. 
It's dangerous. You're unable to sleep. I couldn't bring my companion Wolfie. I couldn't take awesome screenshots of nifty arches like this for my thumbnails. Um, so we're doing it in the overworld. We're not cheating. We're doing everything Minecraft vanilla on normal difficulty. We could die. We haven't died in 541 episodes and, and almost five years. We haven't died. We've gotten close. Down to about a half heart, which is about as close as you can get to death. Um, and we've had our companion Wolfie since episode 32 of the series. And yeah, we're continuing on here. And, and, and most importantly, the thing that uh, most search results won't tell you <laughs> is that we're raising money for Child's Play Charity over at farlandsabus.com. We've raised, over the course of four years of doing this, since June 2011, we've raised over $350,000 for Child's Play Charity to get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. And this season, season six of the series, we're trying to raise $60,000, and we are currently at a very rounded number of $11,200 on the dot. 18% of the way there. I do appreciate all the continued donations there, and with your donations, you can leave a comment, leave a note, ask a question that I'll get to in a future episode of Farlines Bust, and uh, your, your, your funds will go directly to Child's Play Charity to help get those toys, books, and games to kids in hospitals around the world, like I said. Uh, a great cause, a great cause indeed. And yeah, that I think kind of brings us up to the, uh, to the gist. For potential, I'm just anticipating new new people. Perhaps this video isn't going to be the one that is on the top of the search results, but perhaps they will simply look at the latest video, and this is this is going to be the one. But uh, yeah, ooh, that's neat too. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a recap there. A lot of my regulars, regular Farlanders, know everything about that. Uh, something you're not going to see in the Minecraft story mode is floating point precision errors. <laughs> Uh, this is a problem, getting this far out. The last time we pressed F3, we were over 2,266,779 blocks, actually specifically that many blocks, from 00, 18.06% of the way to the far lands. And being this far out, with a number that big, we got uh, floating point errors. Basically just means the game isn't exactly precise as to our player's location within the world. Uh, and uh, you get that jitteriness, as you can see, because the the terrain, like I said, or I'm sorry, the game is kind of just rounding off where I am in relation to the terrain. And you can see that most evidently by looking at the block selection, which right now is about two uh, texture pixels off uh, uh, of the actual block, which makes makes things a little bit interesting. It's not terrible yet. Some people have found it nauseating and have referred to the audio-only podcast edition of the series, available at flob.podbean.com, uh, or on iTunes, and uh, that's fine. It's going to be a long time before it increases again, but... Uh, and, and there is a fix. There has been a fix, a vanilla fix, to to remove the jitteriness, but we have not yet needed to, to implement that. It's kind of, you know, it's one of the... It's one of the... Uh, you know, like Wolfie, like the 3D glasses, like uh, the Heidi Hole Paradox, the Heidi Holes themselves. It's, it's kind of a, a, a part of the Far Lands Bus journey. It's kind of part of the experience. That's why I've decided to keep the jitteriness in. Uh, it's not so... It might be a little bit exacerbated on the YouTube side, because YouTube really downgrades the uh, 
the bit rates and the and the pixelations and the tessellations of the uh, the video. Whereas where I'm viewing it here, you know, I'm I'm getting 156 frames per second. I'm recording it down to 30, but uh, it might not be as much of a bother to me as it might be to you watching on video. I guess I've never actually compared side to side. That might be a thing to do, but. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, neat stuff. I think I've brought us all up to speed, have I not? So yeah, that's interesting. And uh, I haven't... I'd, I'd, I'd be really quite shocked and surprised, but to the best of my knowledge, there are no Kurt J. Mack Far Lands of Us references in the Telltale Minecraft story mode game. I was... I've never been contacted. I mean, you'd think if I was, I was involved somehow that maybe they would have sprung me a copy and uh, I'd actually be playing it. But I am not. Oh wait, have I learned nothing? We almost killed Wolfie the last time we caused a, a sand cascade. Let's not do that. The heck? <laughs> That's a weird looking cloud. Interesting. It's an upside down table. Table flip! Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I'm not not involved. I don't... you can't... Uh, you're not gonna be expecting to see me. Although, maybe. That would be crazy. Uh, I have no affiliation with the Telltale people or, or anything going into that. Uh, but uh, that'd be kind of interesting. People are like, oh, it'd be funny if, like, in the background, like, a, a wolf with 3D glasses, but I don't really know that they're making many YouTube or pop culture Minecraft references uh, other than that I think they had Lydia voice a character early on or something like that, but I don't, I don't think otherwise that they're, they're really is too much involvement with the Minecraft community as a whole. To the best of my knowledge, like I said, I've not been playing the game, I've not been watching anybody play the game. I'm uh, not, not, not 100% there interested in that, but uh, I, I guess I am interested to in seeing what now the inclusion of the quote-unquote Farlands has. Perhaps it is a David Tennant-skinned Minecraft person with a with a pet wolf who is the bad guy all along from the get-go. Hmm, mustache twirl in a suspicious manner. <laughs> oh man. That would be funny. <laughs> but yeah, I just somebody sent me that on Twitter. I appreciate uh letting me know about that. I watched the trailer and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> so this is the thing that's gonna happen. Uh but it could be a good thing. Hopefully it's a good thing. Hello everybody new, possibly, hopefully, maybe, maybe not. If not, hello everybody who's just been sticking around for for the long haul. Uh let's let's continue hauling uh longer in the future, and uh, we'll get to some uh, questions that were asked as donations. In the morning. <laughs> And, uh, skeleton burniness Right, Wolfie? I require your residue. I will let you expire naturally. There we go. Yoink. I saw a spoiler over here. Let's see if it came from a spoiler spawner. Nope, just came from a spoiler pool. A spoiler sauna, if you will. Hey! Uh, yeah, let's actually get to some questions. Like I said, when you donate to the charity, to the Child's Play charity at farlandsbus.com, right there on the homepage is the donate button, you can include a comment and uh, with that, a question that I will get to. 
whether it be about me or about video games or astronomy I'm pretty good at or anything in general, I will try to answer it to the best of my knowledge. Uh, typically without prior research, so don't go asking me questions that require some sort of Wikipedia entry to be read off, because uh, I tend to just go right off the cuff here. So this one from EMC73, who I've noticed frequently in live streams. What is your favorite part of U.S. culture? Hmm. Well, it, hmm. That's tough. I'm trying to smudge together culture in the United States and make it a whole thing, because within the United States there's obviously cultures depending on what region or state or even city you're in. Uh, but what is your favorite part of U.S. culture? Probably the... Uh, trying to think here. Probably the... Um, hmm. Since you use the word culture, I'll say car culture. And uh, it, it is something kind of uniquely... American and is obviously exacerbated by industry and by our our expansive landscapes and highways and whatnot. There are negatives to it, obviously, but uh, in terms of just like the car culture speaking, kind of, you know, the booming uh, 40s and 50s with all those really ridiculously uneconomical giant hunks of steel rolling around the highways highways and highways um, that then you know leads to certain cultures like hot rod culture and uh, you know modifications and things and um, but yeah that's something that you don't you know people you might not get elsewhere because cars are just different you know people are always coming from visiting from Europe and just amazed at how large even the small cars <laughs> are in the United States, uh, for better or for worse. But that kind of, I think, just goes along with, like I said, the the, the culture, I suppose. Uh, which is why that the word culture kind of struck me in that regard. Uh, but yeah, let's go with the car culture. And, that you know, it's expanded elsewhere. And, you know, there's certain different countries have, have different car cultures. You know, you have your the Japanese car culture in, in modern days. Um, but then, you know, you see influences of hot rodding and stuff. And, you know, I see people in Australia who pick up old, you know, American cars and hot rod them and, and, and make, you know, rat rods and stuff like that. You, you got that elsewhere as well. And uh, so it's not just, but it is kind of an American thing, I suppose you could say. What is something that could be improved on, and in parentheses, they they say, specify, other than guns. Because clearly that could be improved on. That's just a given. Uh, something that could be improved on? Healthcare? <laughs> um, yeah, let's go with healthcare. I've had an interesting time in the past few months. <laughs> um, as as a, a sole proprietor of my establishment here, this, this job that I have, I, I have to... Uh, careful, loving, careful, watch out for the cactus. Speaking of healthcare, take care of your health. I don't think I have cactus insurance. Um, I, you know, I gotta find my own private health insurance or whatever. 
And uh, I found one last year, and now they've gone out of business, <laughs> which is a strange thing to consider. I did decide to go with the the one non-for-profit co-ops, they call them, because I really have heard nothing but bad things about the big multinational conglomerate corporation healthcare's uh, jerk faces. Careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie. Whoa, look at those cacti pop. So I went with that, and, and now they've been shut down. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> so now I have to find a new company at the end of the year here. And that was just like, ah, oh, just going through all that stuff. And, you know, people will probably use, say, that failing co-op or or other problems, lack of choice or increase in price on the... The, uh, the Healthcare Act, commonly referred to as Obamacare, and uh, I would disagree, <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, people will say, oh, just, just repeal it and get rid of it, but uh, to me, it, ha it didn't go far enough. The problem, you know, one of the, the bad things about how it went down is we basically got all, all, all the, the naysayers to it, uh, we basically got their version of the bill because like the first thing that was taken off the table wasn't it the public option? I, I think we need to go further in the other direction. I think it goes to prove the fact that all these you know United Healthcare is now saying oh we're gonna pull out of the the marketplaces uh, just because you know our 54 billion dollars in profits or whatever they make every year uh, simply isn't feasible. Uh, so we're gonna pull out and blah 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 and we have all these co-ops the the non-profit the kind of what were supposed to be like the good options uh, are falling apart. Um, it's more proof that it, it it needs to be not more put in the hands of corporations. It should be put in the hands of the people. Put into the hands of the people. <laughs> As I stand up on my soapbox. Um, but I don't know. But yeah, that's certainly something that very much needs to be improved. And again, people coming from abroad, from from Canada, from Europe, are are very surprised. <laughs> to learn that uh, we Americans uh, choose, you know, not to go to the doctor because it'll be too expensive or whatever. They're like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> but that, that growth there is looking kind of a weird color. Um, so it, it is, it's a system right now that's built around discouraging you from using healthcare, which is just mental. Uh, totally crazy. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So yeah, moving on. How largely does culture vary per state? Ah, um, well, it's not, mm, it depends. Uh, probably not per state. It's more of a region thing. Like, you can cross a state line and it's not going to be, like, into a different country or anything like that. Uh, but you kind of get smudges. You know, the further you zoom out, the more you see, I suppose, the, the, the smudges of color but then you move in. This is a bad analogy. I'm, I'm thinking about this wrong. Um, you know, there, there's hmm. more about regions. I, I suppose you could probably tell the cultures more when you get in and out of cities. I mean, even here in Arizona, the the majority of the state is, is a very wild west, I suppose. A very rural, very farmery uh, sort of that kind of get up, I suppose, if we could call it that. But then you get into Phoenix, specifically certain certain neighborhoods of Phoenix, and it's like being on the north side of Chicago or, or, or any other sort of 
uh, newly, very, I suppose, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Even high culture, you know, there's certain places that are very hoity-toity even, uh, but but not even to that degree. You know, it, it starts to look like Portland or something around here, so it, it's, it varies, you know, and that can be, the same can be said for Illinois. Uh, the majority of Illinois is all farmland, but you get into Chicago or whatever, and that's where the majority of people live, uh, is is in the big city, so it, it really changes things, I guess. So yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't know, it is a little bit difficult to comprehend compared to, say, Europe. Like, our states must seem like countries over there, you know? Like, you could take a train ride to, to Germany or France or whatever, and... Uh, you know, can't really do that here <laughs> to a different country, so it's like the states are the different countries, I guess. Uh, I don't know. That's 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 hard to uh, it's hard to put a finger on it. It, it. I suppose it's not too noticeable, like going between Arizona and then back home to Chicago. As far as the people are concerned, well, there's a lot of people from Chicago here, but uh, as far as, you know, the people and the surroundings, the stores are all, you know, similar, the same, you know, some grocery store change are a little bit different, you know, but the culture in general is similar. Uh, it's just when you get down to the more specific neighborhoods, the more specific cities or towns that you start to see uh, differences, I guess, but not, you know, not too stark of differences. Am, am I making the sense? Uh, I guess I'll make this elevated hidey hole out of wood simply because I have a couple extra. Let's do that and uh, get to the remaining uh, questions here from EMC73 and a few other people in the morning. And a moonis. A moonis indeed. Look at that tree. That's a big old tree. This is a whole forest of big old trees. Look at that one there, too. Neat. Neat stuff. I jumped off the bed. I thought <laughs> that was confusing. I thought that was an invisible sheep because the grayness was like the same gray that was in the shadow. It's that uh, optical illusion that you look at. There's like a cone and it's casting a shadow or a sphere casting a shadow. And and the shadow is the same color as the white that you've, you know, and like, oh, these two things are the same color, but your eye perceives them to be different because they're in shadow and crossing the borderline of a shadow or something like that. But uh, they're both the same values uh, of gray or whatever. That's that, that was the illusion I'm trying to explain, that I saw that sheep and I'm like, I can see right through him. <laughs> but no, no, my eyes doth deceive me. EMC73, anything in particular that makes you proud to be from the U.S.? The moon landings, maybe? Yeah, that, that, that's a point of pride. The, the space program, NASA in general, uh, is, is a pretty proud thing, you know, to see something like the Curiosity lander landing on Mars. You know, that stuff makes, you know, is, is a pretty thing to be prideful of, I suppose. I don't really ever get into, like, sports or Olympics or anything like that, so I really don't see the point or the draw of the nationalism of, like, the Olympics and stuff. That really doesn't... That that just rubs me the wrong way a little bit, but uh, as far as, like, you know, the space program, and it's all... It's, it is kind of pretty much, especially with the space station and other even projects, is a bit of an international endeavor, but, uh, you know, something like the space shuttle. That's, you know, you see that, oh, oh you, you think of America. 
even though Russia had their own that they kind of stole from us uh, that never actually did anything but uh, went into space once or twice or something unmanned. Um, but yeah, that that's a pony pride, I suppose. That would be very appropriate for to be, to be uh, associated with old me. Old me. As someone not bursting into flames in Arizona temperatures, how does it feel to be half man, half asbestos? I don't understand this reference. But thanks for your donation and all of these questions for Farlands Bust and for Child's Play Charity. Let's, speaking of bursting into flames, let's answer a question from... Well, let's keep that one. We've already talked about healthcare. <laughs> this is another issue here that could delve off the deep end. So let's save that for later. But how about we answer a question from... These are all weird. Like, that one I actually have to look up something. Well, maybe I, let's just go off the cuff. Like I said, I go off the cuff with these questions. From actually nobody. Uh, well, actually, they asked. They asked me. They anonymously donated, but they asked me to say "Merry Christmas" to their sister Gwen. Gwen, you are the sister to somebody who has donated to Far La Child's Play Charity through Farlands Busts. Merry Christmas. Uh, the first question was, who is your most and least popular? demographic. Well, I don't know what that means. Uh, I would have to look at the statistics. Uh, I don't know why I'm making beds here, but let's make them boats. I would have to look at the statistics. The most popular, um, populous, I suppose, is males uh, between the ages of... Uh, the There is the the 15 to 17 or 14 to 17. It's actually not as big as the next one, the, the 17 to 21 or something like that. So I feel like there's there's a little bit more uh, affluent. We got our college friends watching Farlands of Bust. But there's an, it's a curve. It's a bell curve uh, that goes along there. So yeah, that's a hard one to answer. I mean, I suppose people who don't speak English are not going to be uh, uh, avid watchers of my series as is. Um, although I do, I've had a few people say, oh, I'm, I'm learning English and YouTube videos are helping or this, that or the other. But uh, yeah, that's a difficult question to answer. I'm not sure. I am not sure. I often do say how I, I early on specifically, I was very much of the mind, wrongly, that I was my own demographic, you know, that I'm, since I, for such a long time, enjoyed watching YouTube videos, YouTube Let's Plays, people playing video games, oh, well, the majority of other people watching these things must be in their late 20s at the time, and blah, 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 blah. but no, <laughs> they were not, um, far more, just on the whole sense of, of Let's Plays and Generals, Perhaps exacerbated by the existence and the styles of those uh, known by the names of PewDiePies and the Markipliers and the kind of a little bit more that sort of <laughs> that, that's the that's the entertainment term for that kind of style. Uh, um, it kind of draws a little a lot younger of an audience. Um, like I have a a young cousin who. Was very excited to learn. Ow! Wow! Two and a half hearts, Wolfie. Oh, God. Get out. Get out. All right. 
Wolfie. Alright, you almost took some drowning damage there, but you gave me some... You, you busted my kneecaps on that. I should have known that was going to be a bit of a problem. Good thing I made three boats, right? Um, so yeah, like he was very excited to learn, and then he was very interested in knowing if I knew... Uh, Sky... Sky... Sly Fox? They're similar names. Uh, you know, and he went around doing his impersonations of a bunch of farting noises, which apparently some one of those people does just all the time. A little bit of a different uh, demographic. Uh, it's possible, hey, that white sheep turned into a pink sheep momentarily when he fell. Uh, <laughs> not a pink sheep. But, uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I suppose we're still all trying to find a demographic here that works, but I really don't want to kind of like... If any of you, here's a top tip from Kurt J. Mack uh, in art class. Uh, well, I, my entire college experience was art class. I majored in art. Uh, but if if any of you are taking like a sculpture class, this is a trick question that the the professor will ask you. If you're taking a sculpture class and you make a sculpture and he asks you what side is the front, there is no front to your sculpture. A three D a three D piece of art should be seen from all angles. So there, that there is the top tip for you. Similarly, I I feel like there isn't just one side to to be said is oh these are my demographics. Uh, I'm not a marketer. I'm not an advertiser. Uh, I'm not a number cruncher. Uh, I'm not here. I'm not here to capitalize on a demographic or a a hot uh, uh, catchphrase or a search engine optimized. Well, I suppose <laughs> just getting over saying that people are probably going to be searching for Farlands a lot more. Hi! Um, you know, I'm not... That's not the way I... I approach the things I'm making. Ooh, this was convenient. Thanks, Mountain, for giving me a way through. So, yeah, I... I like I said in the last episode, all... Uh, I'm trying to be all-inclusive and all-welcoming. Uh, and all-powerful. <laughs> Oh, I am the bad guy in the Telltale games. Oh, man, good times. Telltale times. Um, Let's see here. Let's get up here. Do I have... Where's the sun? Ah, it's doing all right. Huh, let's see. From Bloodknock. Have you ever had to sail through an entire night? I'm assuming you're talking about Farlands Bust. Meaning, no sleep for old Kurt. I recall times during the last season when sailing was quite a recurring occurrence. <laughs> um, well, no, I don't think... There aren't the oppressive oceans that were introduced in 1.8. That was a major problem we ran into. And, uh, you know, before I even realized that the Far Lands were removed in 1.8, I decided not to upgrade to 1.8 because... It changed the terrain generation, obviously, and uh, it seemed in all of my worlds, in all of my existing worlds, when you surpassed the border of already pre-generated terrain into the 1.8 terrain, it was just ocean. Endless ocean. I tried that in the Farlands Bust world. Uh, I did that in my uh, testing world. I had a little separate world. Uh, I tried it in the Combat Canyon world. And then I even made a series out of it because the uh, 292-202... Seed spawned you in the middle of an ocean on an empty island without a tree and called it Minecraft Castaway. So, yeah, those don't exist here. 
So, I don't think there will ever be a time... You know, the only reason I would need to sail through the night would be if I couldn't find land, and the oceans aren't big enough where that's a problem here in Beta 173. Um, but yeah, just like this season, I feel like we've been seeing a lot of ice and snow. I'm, I'm sure there have been stretches where we're like, oh, here's some more ocean, or oh, here's, here's a lot of dense trees and stuff. Uh, or up here's a a beach. You know, there was a, a, a good string of time where we were just finding nothing but gravel beaches. Just full oceans with, instead of sand, gravel underneath them. But uh, perhaps I've gotten used to them, I'm just not noticing them anymore, or, or, or they just are not happening that much anymore. But yeah, that, you know, a little weird... Uh... Ow, Wolfie! Why do you jump in front of my shovel? <laughs> Why do you do such things as these? Well, good thing I have a... A surplus! Alright, I'm gonna try not to eat these myself. Huh? Are you alright? Yeah, I think that's alright. I'm gonna stop right there. Alright. <laughs> Is everybody alright? Alright. Let's dig the end of the episode hidey hole here and thank everybody who has donated to Child's Play Charity and given me things to talk about. We've got a long journey ahead of us. Oops. Got a long journey ahead of us. It helps to have topics of discussion, yes. So keep going to farlandsorbus.com to donate and ask those questions. Uh, what what else was I going to talk about? I don't think there was much else I was going to talk about, other than uh, I appreciate you following along. I hope you're still having fun. Uh, did I forget my... No, there it is. I thought I forgot my workbench. Let's make these beds. I don't know why I did it like this, but I'm weird. Bing bong bong, there's that. One more of those. Alright, much better. And let's place down the beds. And yeah, this has been episode 541 of Farlands or Bust. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. That growth there is looking kind of a weird color.